from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. We're back. George Norrie with Varla Ventura. Varla, back in 2018, you wrote a book called Paranormal Parlor, Ghost Seances and Tales of True Hauntings. Your thoughts on ghosts. What, what do you think they are? Um, I have to tell you something, George. It was Tower Grove Park. Ah, I know it well. Oh, well. Yes, right by the Missouri Botanical Garden. Yep, so that's, that's, that's yeah, another I, I big one. I looked it up while we were on break there because I was kind of driving me crazy that I didn't have the right name there. So just wanted to tell you that. Um, so I, my thoughts on ghosts, I mean, I believe in them. I have seen them. Um, I am not convinced of any one line of thought about what they are. I know that um, people can kind of classify ghosts, you know, are they residual ghosts? Is it, um, you know, is it somebody that's, uh, you know, their spirit can't pass on? Um, but I think that because there's such a wide variety of sort of what I would call paranormal encounters um, or encounters with some kind of um, ghost or entity, it could be something that you hear. It could be a feeling. It could be, you know, physical touch. Um, you know, something kind of sitting next to you, and yet there's nothing there. And there's so many variations on that. Uh, shadow people, something very ethereal and visual, something that doesn't even seem like a ghost at first until you realize that it, it's um, sort of out of place. So I feel like there's just, all these variations on um, what we think of as a ghost and of it being sort of the essence of a person who was once living. 
Um, but in, in my sort of estimation, there's this whole other world, right? It's the, it's the other realm. It's the realm where the sort of invisible fairy creatures live and the, um, you know, the creepy creatures dwell. And it's not necessarily, uh, always invisible. There's a really old, Irish story about Manon MacLear, who is the son of the sea god. And it was said that when the fairies um, were at war with humans, they were going to leave Ireland. And he, the son, the son of the sea god, came, rose up from the sea and he gave the fairies the gift of the veil, a large invisible cloak, basically the ability to hide themselves. And they then went underground. They, they stayed um, in Ireland. Uh, but this ability to sort of cloak themselves at any given point, but that you could remove, they remove that veil on their own accord, or sometimes you catch them by surprise. And I'm not saying when you die, you go to that same realm, right. but I think that there are things that come through from that other realm when that, you know, we talk about that veil being thinner at like, you know, this time of year, really Halloween, but also like this really dark season. So I think there's a very fine line between, um, you know, I don't know if we'll ever really know. I, I know I have, you know, made some vows with friends like, like Houdini and his wife did, right? Like when I come back, you're going to know. If I come back to give you a sign, it's going to be a really obvious thing. Like there's going to be this, I'm going to do this. But I think just like there's so many different types of people and personalities and abilities, I just don't think all ghosts are <laughs> as good at it <laughs> yeah. as some. Um, and actually, in tying in with that Emily Grant Hutchings story, that story has one of my favorite lines I think I've ever read because um, Twain's, Twain's ghost is saying something to her like, I keep running at that board and I kind of have to like, you know, I, I'm, I'm elbowing my way to be able to talk to you. And she says something like, oh, are there many of you there? And he said, everyone here wants a scribe on Earth. Wow. What is a banshee, Varla? Yeah, well, you know, you read my mind, George, because I was a ghost in that sort of like fairy realm, that, uh, that sort of supernatural creature realm. The banshee straddles them both. The banshee fits in so many of those categories and also in none of them. But technically, the word banshee means of the fairy mound. It's an Irish word. And a banshee is a warning spirit that portends of death or sometimes just very grave illness. So usually heard, we've all heard of like the banshee scream or the screaming banshee. I think that's what that's yeah, exactly. that. <laughs> um, that horrible that, shriek, right? Yes, a horrible shriek, um, something very, very mournful, very high-pitched. Um, sometimes the banshee is only heard, and it's this very eerie sound. Uh, other times you could hear it and also see the banshee and people who have seen banshees have described them typically as um, presenting female, uh, usually kind of beautiful, but also um, very frightening at the same time. And, uh, but also occasionally sometimes as sort of a harmless little old woman who's hobbling down the road and then turns and starts screaming and 
um, you know, kind of, kind of tricks you, uh, so that she can give you her warning. And there are counterparts to the Banshee cross-culturally, like around the world. And these are sort of, you know, those, those warning ghosts, um, you know, everything from a disembodied head to, um, you know, a cry in the night. Um, the woman in white is a very famous, she appears in castles in Germany and Italy, and it's this ghost that appears, and she always appears before somebody dies in that family. Wow. And it's interesting because traditionally, um, you know, in traditional sort of like the, the, the Irish um, hierarchy of banshees, banshees are inherited by families. So if you were from a particular clan and you had a banshee, you would, um, not everyone in the family would be able to see the banshee, but, you know, someone in each generation was usually able to see or, um, you know, hear the banshee. And interestingly, there was this, this fabulous Irish writer named Elliot O'Donnell, and he wrote a lot about banshees, but he was really cool because he, he, unlike a lot of the people, um, you know, during the early 20th century who were collecting all this folklore and sort of recording what the quote-unquote peasants were saying about um, the old ways, he had grown up seeing ghosts. And so his work is, is laced with the belief that ghosts are real. And so whether you're, re- he has some short stories, just like short ghost stories, but a lot of what he's collected are other people's stories and his own experiences. It's like his own paranormal parlor book, you know, and it's really like this, this view. And he wrote a lot about banshees and talks about, um, somewhat about the counterparts around the world, but also just about, you know, there are some that are a little bit more vicious and they, you know, will wreak havoc and cause chaos. That's usually if they're not being heard. But I've always wondered, are the banshees inherited by, uh, by someone, or is it the ability to see the banshees that's inherited? And then, of course, you know, once upon a time, clans lived in the same place, and they lived in their territory for, you know, hundreds of years. And then and now people don't always live in their family home, right? So... Um, I, I, that's, that's a, just a great, I feel like that's a, a, a good conversation starter at a dinner party where you kind of don't know anyone. Do you think that the ability to, <laughs> yeah. is, is inherited? You, you, you'd be a hit of the party, but believe me. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. In the, in the 1840s, Charles Dickens wrote uh, A Christmas Carol. And it really dealt with uh, not only Scrooge, but spirits of Christmas. Are there real spirits of Christmas? Because I think I had seen you talk about Christmas witches one day. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So um, that was not Dickens' only ghost story. It was completely a Victorian tradition to tell ghost stories around Christmas time. You gather around the hearth, people had some downtime, and he would tell scary stories. He would tell ghostly tales. And Dickens was very interested in these. That was kind of his big hit, right? The Christmas Carol was his big hit. Huge. He sold 16,500 copies in like two weeks. And like by today's, I mean, he would be, you know, you know, um, a best-selling author. Yeah. 65 weeks running on the, or I guess probably a lot longer than that, running on the New York Times bestseller list. But, um, he every year would put out uh, a Christmas pamphlet. He had this journal that he would publish, and he would get guest authors and things. And so he actually wrote several, and he, there would always be a ghost story in there. Um, so he would, you know, gather his friends around, and they would write about ghosts. Or one time he did this whole um, collection of stories in which he set everything in a haunted house, and he gave everybody a different room, and they had to write from the point of view of the ghost of that room. And these were fictional stories, of course. Um, but he also, he and a, a couple of authors that influenced him and, and wrote for his, uh, in his journals talk a lot about the um, sort of the high magic and the um, dangers of the 12 days of Christmas. Hmm. Um, it, like very, some of this was very startling to me when I learned about it, such as um, if you go to draw water from a well at midnight on Christmas Eve, it is entirely possible that you will pull blood from your well. Oh, my God. Water. And that is yeah. the only water source they had in those days from your wells. Yeah. Um, other stories tell of somebody hurrying home a little too late from the party on Christmas Eve and passing by the stables and hearing animals talk. But like stable animals who don't really like their masters. Um, so, you know, animal farm rebellion stories. Um, it was also believed that there were it, not unlike some of the stories about the traditional Samhain or original Halloween. It was a time when, you know, witches would cavort with trolls and they would dance on the, on the, on the heath and, and um, you know, all, all mayhem and revelry would take place because it was thought to be a time of 
high magic. Uh, and it still is, right? That's that's a bit of the magic of Christmas. And sure. there are several Christmas witches, actually. Um, one of my favorite Christmas witches is the um, the Icelandic Christmas witch. Um, that's, I'll that's, probably that, not say... It's Bifana. Bifana is the Italian Christmas witch. Uh-huh. She's fabulous. She is, like, wonderful. Um, actually, I was once in Italy after Christmas time and was walking down the street, and I thought, why are all these cakes with witches in the window of this bakery? Why are there witch-shaped cookies? I didn't understand it. And so I started asking around. I said, oh, the La Bafana, La Bafana. And so La Bafana, she, she comes on January 6th, and she rides through the town, and she sweeps on her broom, and she leaves cookies and, and sweets for um, the children, and she sweeps away the, all of the bad luck from the previous year and welcomes in um, the, the good. And that's a very common, the, the sweeping of the hearth, actually, um, as on, on either Christmas Eve or on New Year's, you know, that sort of like ritualistic cleaning and, and getting rid of the old and, and bringing in the new is, um, is a very common practice. What is, um, what is, what is Krampus? Krampus is sort of a monstery devil-like guy, and he's kind of the counterpart to St. Nicholas. He um, is German and, and also very popular in Austria. Is he the evil Santa? He's not exactly the evil Santa, but a little bit, right? Like, um, not not exactly the opposite. But there's there's a whole host of these sort of beastly monsters who um, have crazy fur growing all over them, and they're they're wrapped in chains, and they clamor through the town at night with with switches and. Um, sacks to throw terrible, ill-behaved children and adults into their, into their sacks. And it's kind of the idea that today we have, you know, the, the, the lump, the threat of the lump of coal in the stocking. It's kind of like what, you know, you and I grew up with that. Like you have to be good on Christmas. Like, but, but really this was a much more, um, uh, visual, uh, and physical threat that really kept the children in mind, right? These sort of like mischievous creatures. And there's a couple of witches who have these sort of goatee demon-like creatures as their minions that um, wreak their havoc on um, on Christmas night. And uh, so like the fauna is like a really gentle, nice witch, but you have um, Grilia, who is the Icelandic witch, and she is basically like this big witch ogress that lives in the mountains. And she's got 13 Yule lads. And each one of these Yule lads comes out on the 12 nights of Christmas. And they all have a different purpose. And they all have hilarious and delightful names, um, which you can kind of um, connect with things that, that children weren't supposed to be doing on that, on that night. Um, because, of course, you're talking about leading up to, like, a big, beautiful feast. And so you had things like um, uh, one of them was a candle beggar. His name was Kurt, Kurt Snurk. <laughs> Did people create these, Varla, because they didn't have any television or radio or social networking and they were bored? Or are these real? <laughs> coast to coast. 
they have close close. I mean, I think they're real, but of course, again, I'm a supernaturalist, right? So I believe in all of these things. But I, I firmly believe, George, that any, um, it's too easy to simply dismiss stories that come from original people, that come from indigenous people, that come from the native culture to turn it and say, oh, well, they were, you know, they were just trying to keep the kids from falling into the fire. They were just, I mean, some of it, of course, there's cautionary tales that serve a really um, strong purpose. But when you have these um, traditions that are uh, throughout the the world and uh, have all of these sort of connections, and especially like, you know, in areas with really, really extreme winters, you can see that there actually are demons and monsters out there, and you can call them whatever you want. You can call them by a different name, but you really don't want to be caught facing them in the night. So it's kind of the same argument for me of, of like, you know, when people see uh, the accounts of mermaids, are they sleep-deprived, nutrient-deprived, oxygen-deprived because they're drowning, or are they seeing mermaids? You know, are you going into hypothermia and you're seeing this um, gnarly, gnashing, um, clawed beast coming through the forest? Is it because you're in hypothermia? I mean, you're still seeing it, right? So to me, I always think there's more than a kernel of truth in in any of these stories. And um, I don't really see a big benefit in trying to prove if they're true or not. I like to enjoy the stories for what they are and accept that they, they absolutely can be real. And, and, you know, and take that cautionary tip to not be stumbling down the lane on a, um, too, too drunk from a, a Christmas party. <laughs> Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 